Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The volume. It's Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Football season is here, and there's no better place to get in on that action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Why? Well, let me tell you. Okay, first off, the app is safe, secure. It's easy to use, okay? FanDuel always has these great exclusive offers where you can get juice, win a little more. Uh, When you win, you'll get paid fast. No waiting, no BS. And they got a ton of ways to play, man. Spread, money line over, unders, totals, props, sim game, parlays, everything. Live betting. If you get to the show late, it doesn't matter. Just live bet it. They also have the teasingly vague same game parlay plus. I don't think it's a streaming service, but there's only one way to find out. It's by downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app today, promo code SNAPS, and make every moment more this football season. Yo, what's happening, y'all? What's going on? Welcome in to a brand new edition of SNAPS. We are live. Here on the Volume Sports YouTube channel every single day, Monday, well, I guess, you know, Monday through Thursday, we're live, 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, every day, Monday through Thursday. Friday, we give you our best bets. Saturday, we give you snaps after dark. Uh, if it seems like I'm in a good mood, I am. The weather's fantastic. We have a beautiful weekend of college football ahead of us. And my God, look at how good QB1 looks right now. So spiffy in his suit. He's at the lake with the fam. Why? He's not on vacation. He's working. Aaron Murray, you're getting ready to call a college football game here in like a few minutes. Not a few minutes, a few hours. If I was about to call a college football game in a few minutes, we'd be in trouble. No, we. Uh, I do apologize. Snaps will be a tad bit shorter today because I got to get my butt to Columbia, South Carolina to call tonight's game. South Carolina versus South Carolina State got changed up because of the weather, the hurricane. Once again, our listeners down in Florida, 
I hope everything, everyone is staying safe and, and, and good down there. But uh, yeah, a little bit of mix-up. Game was supposed to be on Saturday, moved it to tonight. So in and out of snaps. And if you're bored tonight and you want to watch a little NFL, tune in SEC Network and check your boy out. Yeah, man. So check out SEC Network tonight. Uh, we'll definitely do that. Be bouncing back and forth. I got a lot I feel like watching tonight. I mean, I, I still got to catch up on Andor. This NFL game seems great. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I do want to see South Carolina and Rattler Company and how they're going to look. Um, yeah, so check it out. So on today's show, we do this every Thursday, okay? Friday, we give you our best bet. Snaps After Dark is on Saturday. On Thursdays, we break down the top five games of the college football weekend. And Aaron, we got some bangers coming up this weekend, as evidenced by the fact that the number five game on this list, first of all, I want to give a real quick shout out to Kansas, Iowa State. Iowa State visiting Kansas. That's not on the list, but I am very intrigued to that game. Vegas still trailing Kansas. Still no respect mm. for the Jayhawks mm. as Iowa State has to get in their butts kicked by Baylor in her as the favorite. So whatever. I'm very interested in that game. But it ain't as good as number five, Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Aaron, this is a this is a tough one. As we'll get into, what are your kind of surface level thoughts when it comes to the Bulldogs and the Aggies? Oh, well, my first thought is, does Aggies, do they have a receivers? I mean, it's Evan Stewart. It's going to be the Evan Stewart show there. And it goes back to the bigger picture, the bigger question of, you know, when is Jimbo going to evolve? You can't line up and just play static football. Like, you know, back in 2000, was it 10, 11, uh, we had AJ Green. I could just line up AJ Green, three by one, AJ, you're going to play the X. Two by two, you're going to play the Z. And it didn't matter. Like, we didn't have to motion and shift and move AJ around. He was just better. And I could just go one-on-one with him all day long, and he's going to go out there and make plays. I'm sorry, AM, but it was – you want to talk about breaking in as a freshman? That was a damn good feeling. But AM, you don't have that guy. Like, you don't have that talent right now, which is still a little bit mind-boggling to me that, that he's recruited so well, yet we haven't seen that trickle to the receivers there for the Aggies. So – if you don't have that kind of talent, Anias is out for the season, you need to evolve. Motion, shift, condense sets, um, mixing it up with guys in different form, different places within the formation. I think he's going to have to be a lot more creative, but you kind of are who you are. You know, we always say like it, it's, you can't really teach an old dog new tricks and it doesn't seem like Jimbo wants to learn any new tricks. And then that's a problem right now. So this offense will continue to be stagnant. I, I like Mississippi State on the defensive side of the football. I think their run defense, their big, thick, and physical up front uh, should be able to slow down A-chain. So I worry about the Aggies scoring. But then flip it over, man. A&M's got a great defense. That that three two six six very talented back-end defenders against this air raid offense, I think matches up well for A&M and being able to slow down you know, Will Rogers and, and I would say some really talented receivers, probably the most talented receiving core that we've seen at Mississippi State ever. So it's going to be a defensive struggle. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. Make sure you check out tomorrow's segment. Uh, maybe a little over-under huh. thought on, on where, you put, <laughs> where you should put your money. I love that as a tease because you're like, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. <laughs> Listen to tomorrow here. But I made, I made over trick or the under. You're gonna zig where they ag. <laughs> Eid. Uh, look, man. Aid the public. One of the A has got to be one of the weirdest teams on the planet, right? Back to back ranked wins, and yet they are still underdogs 
to Mississippi State. Now, I get it. They're going to Starkville. Starkville's a weird place to play. Cowbells and all of that. Uh, but it's weird. So back-to-back, back-to-back rank wins, and yet Vegas doesn't like him. The S&P Plus doesn't like him either. Mississippi State currently 17 in Connolly's rankings. A&M, 22. And it's, it's, it, it also bears this year's game some shocking similarities to last year's game where Mississippi State was unranked. They were 2-2, two and two, uh, having lost two SEC games in a row, actually. Uh, A&M, on the other hand, was 3-1. and one. They were ranked 15. Well, State ends up winning that game 26-22. How they won that game, Aaron, Zach Calzada's stats for A&M last year feel exactly like what you can maybe expect out of Max Johnson, maybe a little bit better. He threw a 135-yard touchdown. But Will Rogers last year went 46-59 of 59 for 408 and three scores. Uh, I do not believe the Mississippi State will be able to run the ball on A&M. Do you think Will Rogers can put up those type of numbers again? No. And once again, it's, it's with, with DJ Durkin there at, at, at D.C. for A&M, it's a little bit different when it comes to the, the scheme and what they're running. Once again, it's it's more Fair. DBs. And, 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 and versus this offense, what do you want? You want more DBs. You want more skill in the field. And they're going to try to – essentially keep everything in front. You're going to see a lot of two, you know, cloud cloud coverage or double cloud. Two high safeties almost turns into like two Tampa. You'll get a middle of the field safety as well. And and Will Rogers does a great job. Like, man, my man's not afraid to dink and dunk. And then once a defense kind of comes up and some man, he'll take a shot. But, you know, it's going to be a very much, once again, dink, dunk, get the first down, get five yards, you know, get it to the back, which goes back to what we've, we've kind of are still trying to figure out. Does that speed up the game? Does it slow up the game? Uh, whatever. I think it's going to shorten the well, game up. Less possessions for everyone. So less possessions mean less points. Going back to <laughs> make sure you tune in tomorrow for our over-under to figure out what exactly I'm going to pick. But uh, I do think he, he'll, he'll be able to put up some good stats. You know, the thing that worries me this year with Mississippi State, you know, you lose a, a top tackle to the NFL draft last year, and it, it's, 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 it's evident right now. Like the yeah. tackles they have at the moment – have you know were were exposed versus LSU, were a little bit exposed last week at times versus a lesser opponent, and I think they can get exposed again this week first versus, versus A and M. That's my biggest worry. Like receivers, quarterback, great, but if you can't protect them, it doesn't really matter. Okay, so I think here's how I would sum up. The thing that I am worried about, if I'm Mississippi State fan, because I actually like a lot about State here. The only thing I'm worried about is I still don't love. The Max Johnson angle. Uh, the dude is a gamer. As we said earlier this week, he's not good enough to fix the AM offense, but he does make it better. And it's not that they're going to score a lot of points, but he does have a knack for doing, for finding the plays that need to be made in order to win the game. And look, if AM's defense is going to be that good, and I think they are, right? They've been a. Uh, I still can't fully figure out what went wrong in that App State game. I think this is a very mm-hmm. good defense. They have to try to do the same thing that LSU did against Rodgers. Rodgers threw for 455 touchdowns against Memphis, 313, four touchdowns against Arizona, 409, six touchdowns against Bowling Green, just 214, one tud against LSU. One key stat here, Aaron. Mississippi State leads the SEC. 33 minutes time of possession per game. A&M dead last at 24 minutes. So it will feel like a game, I believe, where Mississippi State feels like it's in control the whole time. But A&M and Max Johnson watch out for the mega plays at the end. Uh, who wins the game? No spread. Who wins the game? 
who wins the game, make sure you tune in tomorrow for spreads. Uh, to, who wins the game? I think Mississippi State wins the game. I, I still am a believer that Mississippi State has a chance to be the second best team. Even losing LSU on the road a couple weeks ago, still has a chance to be that second best team in the West. So I like I like them at home. Yeah, I think, uh, yes, I think they are the more complete team. And they have a much, yep. much better quarterback situation. Uh, next up on this list, Alabama at Arkansas. And you may say, ah, how does this get on here? 17 and a half. Well, first off, it was a fantastic game last year. Um, mm-hmm. When I look at this game, look, I, I think that Bama wins. I think, though, to me, the biggest thing about this game is how they win. Like, after the Texas game, Texas-Alabama, I'm talking about, of course, and then texas Tech's subsequent win last week over Texas, Alabama needs a statement here. Like, I would describe this game as a fact-finding mission on the tide. How good is Alabama's O-line? It was their biggest weakness last year. Arkansas leads the nation in sacks. They looked vulnerable against Texas. Are Bama's weapons as bad as we maybe think they are? This Arkansas pass defense is awful. Bryce Young should be able to put up a lot of numbers. And then the final question, Aaron, is Alabama's defense as good as the numbers would have you believe. I mean, you look right now, brother. They're giving Mm -hmm. up 7.3 points per game, 201 yards per game. But last year, K.J. Jefferson put it on him. That was a 42-35 game. Now, Traylon Burks went off, and and he's gone. So, like, to me, look, as far as Arkansas goes, I think this is a Lanyab game. They're expecting to lose whatever. They still have Mississippi State, Auburn, LSU, Ole Miss, Mizzou. Like, those are the big games that they need to win. Uh, For Alabama, I I think we're going to get a lot of questions answered about where their ceiling may actually be this year. Yeah, I, I I like Arkansas to keep this thing closer. I think this is a moment okay. for, for K.J. Jefferson to to start working his way uh, into possibly the first round. I, I I think he has every tool you want. He's big, physical. Let's not forget, man, like if he doesn't fumble the ball at the three-yard line and tries to be Superman last week, they may run away with that game. They're up 14-0, about to go 21-0 versus A&M. Fumble, return back for a touchdown. I think maybe it, I, I might have been mixed up the scores there, but whatever. Could have been a lot different game. I think they win if they're able to punch it there and kind of take the momentum. The thing turned around on them. AM ends up winning. So this is a good Arkansas team. Not a lot of weaknesses besides that secondary. Uh, their ability to run the ball with Rocket uh, and, and Landers and Hasselwood on the outside, they're going to be able to take some shots. And let's not forget, what did Texas do versus Alabama? They took shots down the field. Yeah. They took advantage of some one-on-one opportunities. And, and KJ is a great throw of the ball down the field, whether it's post routes or go ball. So you're going to see some shots because Alabama's not going to just allow him to run the ball into a light box. And I think they can take advantage of that. And then they're going to be able to get after Bryce. They have two of the best blitzing linebackers in all of America. And the great stat, once again, for T-Bob, 20 sacks this year for Arkansas. Yep. They're going to disrupt Bryce over and over again, or at least that's going to be the plan. Don't allow those emerging, I would say emerging receivers for Alabama get going. Make Bryce get the ball out of his hands now. And um, I think they can keep it close. I think Alabama wins the game. They're the better team. They got Bryce, and he's just been absolutely phenomenal this season. But I think KJ and those linebackers on defense can keep this thing close, especially at home. And they're doing a, uh, I believe, a red out. Going to get some red pom-poms there in Arkansas. Oh, so okay. they're going yeah, sure. to they're gonna have some juice. They're going to have some juice. Um, interesting stat from Kirby's visor in the chat here. In Bryce Young's last five regular season road games, Bama's only won by an average of three points. That is a bit 
odd. So that, that that's kind of where that, that does kind of feed into my point though about like this is a fact finding mission on Alabama. And, and as far as Arkansas goes, just who is going to make up that Traylon Burks hole this year? Uh, I know they've been figuring out all year, but last year against the Tide, eight catches, one eighty, two touchdowns. Okay, a lot of production to try to make up for. Let's start the NFL week off right with a no-sweat bet, same-game parlay every Thursday from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's right. What's up? T-Bob here from Snaps, your new favorite college football show. Check it out if you haven't already. And I don't care if you're new to FanDuel or if you already have an account because check it out. Every Thursday night, you'll get free bets back if your NFL same-game parlay doesn't hit. Are you kidding me? Same game probably is the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday this Thursday night. Okay, an awesome game. Tua and the Dolphins taking on Joey B and the Bengals. Dolphins undefeated. Looked awesome. Bengals struggled out the gate. Why are the Bengals favored by three and a half? It's stinky and me thinky. You should go with Cincy. Okay, so I'm going to do a little Cincy minus three and a half. Jamar Chase anytime touchdown score. Joe Burrow over one and a half touchdowns. Nice and easy. Two to one payday. You could do that with a no sweat bet. So what are you waiting for? You can build your own like I just did, or you can choose from one of the popular same game parlays pre-built for you in the top rated FanDuel Sportsbook app. So check it out every single NFL Thursday, no sweat, same game parlay. Just sign up with the promo code SNAPS if you already don't have an account. That's promo code SNAPS to get free bets back. If your same game parlay does not hit, make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order, visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly 
made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right. Number three on our top five games of the week, a Big 12 battle. We talked about how fun the Big 12 is this year. There's no, you know, no dragon, no heavyweight team, but it doesn't feel like there's really a bad team either. And this might be, the two best teams potentially when you talk about Oklahoma state at Baylor air Murray, where, where are your thoughts at? Are you, are you going to be sick him or is Oklahoma state guns up or is that Texas tech? I, I think that's Texas tech, but we'll see if someone corrects oh, yeah. us in the chat. You get the point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I like, I like Baylor in this game. Uh, Oklahoma state just, they haven't played anyone yet. And I know everyone's, you know, really high on Spencer Sanders right now. These are the type of games where all of a sudden you see the turnover issues start to peak its head around. And that's something that's been, you know, really the issue of this offense in years past. And that's been his biggest issue is, is turning the ball over. So, you know, we know Baylor's going to be tremendous on defense. They're at home. Oklahoma State is, is, you know, hasn't been challenged this year. So it's not like they've been kind of put to the, the, the stress level. Then they get a bye. So, I don't know if they're ready for this type of game yet where we know Baylor's gone on the road. They've played BYU. They lost a close game there, 26 to 20. They've been stressed. They've been in, in, in yeah. tight situations. And I think that's going to show itself this weekend. If, if Baylor comes out knocking, if, 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 you know, say Spencer Sanders throws a pick early or a fumble or whatever it is, turns it over. How do they respond? Because they've yet to face adversity this season. So I like Baylor. I like what they're doing. I like Blake sh- uh, shaping at quarterback uh, mm-hmm. coming off a three touchdown game versus uh, Iowa state last weekend. So give me them bears at home. I think they uh, get a big win, but I'm with you, man. The big 12 is still a crap. Shot. I still think Oklahoma state's a great football team. Huh. Regardless of what happens this weekend, they'll still be in contention just like everyone else uh, besides West Virginia in that conference. I mean, this is where it gets very odd because I believe yesterday, I, I think I answered that. I think that Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big 12, but I don't know that I could pick them to win this game. And and granted, that that best team was kind of, um, it was a bit like uh, maybe past the first serious test, as you point out, that's what this is. And, and, and even with the BYU loss, which hurt, Baylor looked so mm-hmm. fantastic on the road in Ames against Matt Campbell and the Cyclones last week that it is very hard for me to get away with it. It's like this game represents the Big 12 cannibalization that we were talking about. Even though Baylor has lost to BYU, uh, I think they win this game. Look, the bottom line for me, Aaron, this becomes a question of, will the strength on strength or weakness on weakness battle reign supreme and strength v strength mm-hmm. i have spencer sanders and that baylor defense okay the two best parts about each team who's going to come out on top there 
uh, on the weakness versus weakness, and these are no relative terms. I have Blake Shapin against Oklahoma State. And I don't mean that disrespect against Oklahoma State's defense. And I don't mean that disrespectfully because uh, I really like what Shapin's been able to do under Grimes this year, and I really like Jeff Grimes as an OC. I think that Oklahoma State's defense, uh, I mean, they were so great last year. I think they're still pretty good. I think I'm just having a really hard time shaking the Derek Mason performance against Western Michigan. So, in a close one, they're at home. Sick them. I end up leaning the Bears here. I think Baylor gets it done. Uh, I still like Oklahoma State, but I think Baylor gets it done. Uh, number two on this list, Aaron. Now, this game's crazy because, to me, this game may answer one of the other questions we asked yesterday. The winner of this next game may be the actual fourth-best team in the country. And I'm talking about Clemson or NC State. In fact, if Clemson wins this game convincingly, like if they actually make a statement here, I would almost for sure grant them that title of fourth best in the country. Uh, how do you feel about the Wolfpack taking on the Tigers? I, I think this is I think this is the Tigers' moment to continue to build some momentum. Like I'm 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 cautiously sipping on the DJU Kool-Aid right now, just very cautiously, because I said it early in the week, like I want to see him do it two or three times in a row to, to, to really feel confident. Like, yes, DJ is a legitimate quarterback. Yes. This offense is for real, or at least good enough to uh, be a compliment to what we know there are on defense. And you look at the stats though this year for, for him, 10 touchdowns, one interception. They're at home. Uh, the weapons on the outside are looking better. The run game's looking better for Clemson. And, and, and I just had a feeling last week, I said it, that going against that Wake Forest offense, which is which is a, a an absolute pain in the ass to go against, they were going to struggle. It essentially eliminated the front seven for that that talented front seven there for for the Tigers. So, I think they're going to be essentially their pride was kind of poked at a little bit last week because this was a team that was saying, "Hey, we're the top defense in the country. Ain't no one going to score on us." And then you get forty points put up against you know Wake Forest put up against you. So, I think you're going to see a, a defense that's pissed off ready to go, ready to show us why they are so so highly touted heading into the season. And I do believe DJU is going to continue moving in the right direction because I think he is talented. I think this is going to be the game that we're like, okay, last week wasn't just a fluke. This kid does have it. Uh, so I like Clemson to make a major statement win against NC State this weekend. You know, I, I, got, I got two major questions for this game, like you're talking about the Uangalale. Uh, this NC State defense, like as good as last week was, and Wake Forest defense has some nice numbers mm. around it. But I mean, no, no, I mean they're not good. They're not good. I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. misspeak here, right? This NC State defense is damn good. They return everybody yeah. from last year. They're number one in the conference right now against FBS opponents, giving up under 15 points a game, right? So doing it against Wake, one thing. If DJU does it against this defense, yeah, okay, then I feel you, man. Then all of a sudden mm -hmm. Clemson leaps back into, okay, yes, they are Clemson once again. But the one thing that's holding them back from being Clemson right now isn't even actually as much DJU. It's that pass defense. Clemson's pass defense yeah. is shockingly bad right now, like both in terms of raw stats and if you look at like analytics, like success rate and all that. No, like they are very bad. And what's wild to me is, if, if you had told me this preseason, I would have said, okay, NC State wins for sure. Like, Devin Leary last year was incredible. 35 touchdowns to just five picks. 286 yards a game. He was great. 
Devin Leary has not built off of that this year, though. And Aaron, I don't know if you have any insight there, but he it, it's almost uh, it's it's over fifty yards less per game this year. Um, touchdown to pick ratio is nine to two, so that that that's still very good. Yeah. Um, maybe slightly worse than last year, but but it's not even the raw numbers. When I have watched Devin Leary play this year, he just hasn't felt threatening at all. There there hasn't felt like there's been a lot of rhythm. It's been very kind of clunky versus what I expected. Like, have you seen anything as to why he stepped back? And, no. and do you think he can take advantage of this Clemson defense? Uh, listen, I don't think there's anything that really glares out to me of like why he stepped back, but. I will say this, like, I do think that there's talent on that secondary for Clemson. And it goes back once again, I, I, we're, we're judging this Clemson defense just based on last week and what we saw versus Wake Forest. And I think we need to more focus on how good Wake Forest was, especially the passing attack. And I said that a couple of days ago, like, you know, the way they were able to essentially hold off that zone read uh, or, or RPO, I guess you'd call it the run pass option with Sam Hartman. I mean, you're forcing those DBs essentially on an Island. There's a lot of cover for those safeties were coming up and run support and, and Sam was holding it for three, four or five seconds. Huh. And yeah. that's a long time. That's a long time so for weird. a DB to be essentially in man to man coverage. So that is, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not doubting Clemson's defense. I will more focus on just how, tough and unique of a challenge it is to fake to, to essentially face wake force and on the road Fair. too so Fair. i think i think being at home i think the crowd is i think clemson fans right now after watching dju perform last week have a a sudden new belief that yeah we do belong inside the top four yes we are a playoff team i think they're going to be there they're going to be loud they're going to be energetic they're going to be ready to go and obviously we know crowd noise in there in tiger stadium is or death valley 2.0 whatever whichever one's death valley oh. i don't whatever uh, uh is it. is going to assist this defense perform at a higher level so i i'll, I'll focus more on that because i do think they're talented on the back end maybe i'm still feeling burned by the east carolina game but i feel like clemson wins this game we'll see yeah number one on the list air murray an sec battle couple of top 15 teams going toe-to-toe as the Kentucky Wildcats travel on the road to take on the Ole Miss Rebel Black Bears. And let's be clear about this, Aaron. This is a line in the sand game, not just for the SEC, East versus West, not just uh, for the fan bases of both teams, not just for the SEC. This is a line in the sand game for humanity itself. This is the man versus machine bull. Right now, the machines love Ole Miss. The AP poll, not as much. The complete opposite is true with Kentucky, where the AP people, us human beings, we say, that's a damn good team. And the computers tell us, ah, I don't know, dude. I don't think it's as good as you think. And so when I look at this game, we've already lost the battle in the movie Terminator, okay? We lost the battle when it comes to chess. We can no longer beat the machines. We've lost the battle when it came to financial markets. As human beings, we desperately need this win, okay? Because because soon our entire world is going to be dominated by Papa Bezos, AI robots controlling every single aspect of our lives. And, and this right here, this Saturday, is where us human beings make our stand. So understand this. If you stand with Ole Miss, if you cheer for the Rebels here, 
you might as well implant a chip in your ass because you've gone full cyborg. Whereas if you stand with Stoops and Kentucky, you are standing side by side, Morpheus and Neo and everybody else who would rise up against machine oppression, okay? So I'm rolling with the Wildcats, dude. I don't buy Ole Miss. Rodriguez back. Porous Ole Miss run defense. Kentucky's going to run over him. Let's go, Cats. I love it. I'm with you, man. I think I th you look at last week, Ole Miss struggled mightily versus Tulsa. Uh, 260 yards rushing given up. That, that should not happen. And I know Kentucky has not been great against the run this year, but you said it. Chris Rodriguez is back. I think that's going to ignite this offense and get them excited, knowing that one of the premier backs in the SEC is ready to go. He's fresh. I just hope he doesn't try to do too much. That's when turnovers start to happen. But, you know, you got a dynamic backfield with him and Will Rod, or excuse me, uh, Will Levis who we know is a, a extremely capable and willing runner as well. But I am yep. buying Ole Miss a little bit. I do think this is a good Ole Miss team. I love their offense. They got everything you want from you know receivers to, to Jackson Dart to I think the two best running back tandem or the best running back tandem in the SEC. Trig at tight end, a talented O-line. Like This is a great offense, and they're going to get better and better the more Jackson Dart gets comfortable in the system. I just worry about the defense. Uh, it, it just scares me how soft they were last week. And you know what does Stoops want to do? He wants to be a bully. He wants to dominate the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. I think they're going to try and impose their will against this defense this week. And I think they're going to be able to. I really do. I think they're going to be able to have a hell of a game running the football, eating up the clock, taking the ball out of Ole Miss's hands on the other side. Uh, I think it's close. I think it's like a six and a half point spread. I think it may or may not be on tomorrow's show, so tune in. I'll, I'll, I'll do a little teaser for that one. But uh, I guess go Kentucky, so I guess I am kind of giving it away there. So <laughs> <laughs> It's all good, Just, dude. I mean, look, I think, okay. I think the producer and Brum would tell us that, like, I think if Brum had his way, uh, we would talk, like, whatever Alabama or Texas topic it is, both at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show, right? So I don't think repeating really matters. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised whoever wins this game. So I, I, I'll say this: like I wouldn't be. I think this is going to be the best, one of the best games of the weekend. Like I would not be shocked if yes, Kentucky dude. won. I wouldn't be shocked if if Ole Miss won. Like I think both. Are now we're cooking. Top five teams in that, the SEC. But if if you put my foot the, in the fire, ultimate, let's go Stoops. Uh, that is the ultimate. Cover all your bases right there. Look, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. I could see. I could form an argument where either team could win this yeah. game. That's all I'm saying. Dude. I see the path for both to win. So we're going to have to see. We have to have the game be played. We're going to learn. We're going to learn. We're going to learn. Yeah, we're going to learn tomorrow uh, or two days from now. Uh, in all seriousness, um, it's a great matchup. Uh, it is a coin flip, but I think Kentucky wins. I really do. Uh, and, and if Ole Miss wins, then I will be prepared to eat crow. And obviously their hype train like, – like Ole Miss right now is basically – uh, there, isn't there a term in physics called like potential energy? And it's kind of like the stored energy of an object just has to be released. That is Ole Miss. They've looked so good against lesser opponents that they feel like their hype train has all this potential energy. And if they are to win at home Saturday against Kentucky, well then, I mean, the race is on. And all yep. of a sudden, Lane Kiffin's a talk of the town. Ole Miss is in the top 10, and they are the second best team in the SEC West, maybe third best team in the SEC. We go see, yep. and I can't wait 
And we love college football and snaps. That's why we're so excited. In fact, we love it so much that we have to go because Aaron Murray has to go call a college football game for ESPN on the SEC Network. So check him out tonight, y'all. South Carolina, South Carolina State. Aaron loves the Cox. There's nowhere that he would rather be mm. uh, than in that stadium. It's a great so, Thursday uh, night. Aaron, great you, Thursday you, night. Hell yes. Did you have a great time tonight? Send us a video of Sandstorm if you can. I will. I will. Uh, and everyone, make sure you tune in tomorrow. Uh, I, I will continue to make you money. So come on. Yes. Best bets tomorrow. Snaps after dark Saturday night. Hopefully uh, you'll catch me fresh of celebrating uh, LSU dismantling the Auburn Tigers. Uh, Georgia, you got to be a little worried. Got Mizzou this weekend. We'll see. Could get a little sketchy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I got to get through it. Uh, hey, thank you to Ryan Brumley, our excellent producer. Thank you to the Volume Sports YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Thank you to FanDuel. Promo code SNAPS if you're just signing up. They got great deals every single week, y'all. It's very worth it. And uh, as always, thank you to Papa Colin Cowher for making this show a reality. And thank you to you, the listeners, everybody hanging out in chat. We love y'all. Please share the show with your friends if you enjoy it. Subscribe to the pod, rate, review it. All of these things help out your boys. And uh, we will see y'all tomorrow for Best Bets and Saturday night for a little late night snaps. Y'all have a great day. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.